The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you can find. And those servants went out into the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw there a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Church bells ring, the candles flicker, and the Lord's table is set. The faithful, the catechumens, and those tiptoeing toward Jesus all make their pilgrimage into the church. We come to seek out divine help and perhaps answers to our biggest questions in life. We come for healing from the pain we experience from the world's provocations. We gather with an ongoing internal struggle deep within us, a battle between light and darkness. All things considered, one of the key ingredients to the Christian life which manifests itself in every facet of the faith, is the dynamic of care and attention. The parable for us to consider today gives thought to a wedding banquet. A king holds a noble wedding banquet for his son. Such an important event would reveal a great level of care and attention in the preparations. Those invited should have a deliberate mindfulness to their own attendance. What an honor to be invited. But as the parable goes, the first group invited had no desire. The second group, we are told, paid no attention. Matthew tells us in the Greek text that by pay, not paying attention, the second group was actually careless 
neglectful. Here, Matthew wants us to reflect a significant point of Christian piety. The Greek word used for the second group's refusal means careless, but it goes deeper. It is used positively in 1 Timothy, meditate. Paul tells Timothy, meditate on these things. Meditate, then, is the opposite of the carelessness and the neglect shown by those invited to the wedding banquet. The careless ones in the parable failed to meditate on all that was presented. We continue to go through difficult days in our country. The economy carries its uncertainty for many. There are worries about sickness as we begin to move into the fall. Civil unrest continues to simmer in the cities. We have a presidential election coming, and then schools are jostling and adjusting their practices in an effort to be safe. These uncertainties distract us. In the parable, we see people who, while invited, go off to tend their farms, businesses, and the daily operations of this life. When our earthly and fleshly concerns overtake us, it sometimes becomes too difficult to pray and focus on the spiritual needs of the soul. But we are in good company. The ancients thought about this in the church, too. There's an old practice the Christians forged before us During the Lenten fast, the Christians realized how difficult it was to fast for prolonged periods. As one grew hungry, it became difficult to think about anything but the stomach. A Christian virtue was soon formed. When one suffers or bears the cares of this world, the Christian would then look toward her neighbor. Reaching out to others was a meditative practice and piety to counteract the struggle and the suffering. Proper care and meditation can lead us then to help others. If in our own struggling we are turned to our own potential losses, we lose the very carefulness which defines the church. The most important things get neglected. Those we love and those around us in creation begin to suffer, and it can often become a downward spiral. The church suffers. Lives lose the special character of mercy which defined the church. The church's place in the world is such that she is that organ in the world which provides a particular kind of care. The world desperately needs this care. If we look at the parable, the king is the father and the son is Jesus, 
The banquet has been prepared with great attentiveness. Those invited do not meditate on these holy things. Finally, the king goes out to the highways and the byways, and we see the church's mission here. People of all kinds are led to the wedding feast, the good and the bad. And then the king comes in and sees a man not wearing wedding clothes. This one is cast into outer darkness. The definition of hell describes what follows for that one. We could say the garment lacking was his baptismal garment. We could say that he strolled into the wedding lacking the needed meditation and care. There are then the careless who remain outside the wedding banquet and those who stumble in. As we continue in this life and in these strange days, Matthew is teaching the catechumens what the Christian life looks like. We are mindful of things the world neglects. Even more, we see the care of the Son. His care and preparation is the central charisma of the church, and it establishes our lives. We enter the wedding banquet, the crucifix is evident. The colorful veneration of what defines us is without question. It is the defining image which gives picture to the carefulness of the Son who came in the flesh. His love is particular and without uncertainty. The scriptures proclaim and describe the attentiveness of our Lord throughout history to provide a way into the wedding feast. Today we come into the wedding banquet. Attention to detail is seen throughout. Nothing is neglected. From the centrality of the font, to beautiful chant, to the sweet smell of incense, candles flickering, and the table set for a feast. This is the Lord's care. It teaches as it delivers hope and mercy. It instructs us to the proper understanding of love. This is what St. Paul means when he tells Timothy, meditate upon these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Meditate. Give careful attention to the mercies of the Savior. Jesus' careful attention shows itself in love, mercy, and forgiveness. His careful attention has not ceased. The giving of the Eucharist is proof of this ongoing concern for the church. The church's life in the world is Christ's ongoing love to the world and to the Heavenly Father. Careful meditation sees how the love of God brings the balm of healing to our lives. So as we continue in 2020, 
the careful mercies of the Savior continue to flow into your lives like baptismal water bubbling in your midst. As he forgives, he leads you. He guides through these uncharted paths on which you walk. The scriptures are open to you, with crucifix by their side, leading you into careful meditation. The greatest things are learned as our innermost being yearns amidst the battle between light and darkness. And the Lord's candle flickers in vigil for the church and the world, for he has carefully come to bring his people to an everlasting hope in this most holy wedding banquet. In the holy name of Jesus, 